Hey, good morning. This is SC, your host of the Legally Steal Show. Glad you're tuning in this Saturday morning. Uh, all is beautiful here in the great state of Florida, and I hope the weather is pleasant in your part of the country. Uh, as you know, over the past couple of months, we've been talking about establishing business, getting things together for your business, as well as that monster of controlling credit. Well, this week had a great week. I've um, been working on finishing the book, got the book into play, the negotiating experience, and I told you about that. It will not be available in the open market, only going to be available through participating credit unions. So contact your credit union if you want to get a copy of it. But I'm working with credit unions around the country to get them this book, and you can contact the credit unions to see if they are participating to get you the book to you. Uh, hopefully they'll be bringing it to you free of charge as a promotional item, but it's a very good book. Now, um, this whole credit monster, I confirmed it this week uh, that next week we're going to have a gentleman on by the name of Mr. Heath Kellerman. And Heath is with a company called Business Credit Masters. And this is something, this is a show you definitely want to tune in to. You do not want to miss it because we're going to be talking about business credit and establishing your personal credit. So I'm going to play a show for you that we previously played a couple of months ago in pre preparation for the business credit show that will be coming up next week. So stay tuned, listen in, get your questions together. And I will see you back here next week. Peace. Lost Talk Radio. Hey, good Saturday afternoon, Blog Talk listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Little Soul Show for this Saturday, February the 12th. Last week, we talked about starting started a business. We had a guest uh, on the day of Brown. It was a really exciting show, and we explored some of the things that you need to look at as far as starting a business and why you should start a business. Had some real interesting callers that called in as well. Um, but this show is a follow-up to that show, and we're going to be talking about establishing business credit. Now, I have to put out a few uh, a few reminders, some administrative things, and some. As I've been telling you if the followers of the show that have been listening on for the last seven eight months. We have some things coming up where we're going to be changing the time, changing the format a little bit, and we're looking at extending the show into a two hour two hour time frame. Um, first of all, a very important meeting this week. And particularly in our think tank, we came up with we're going to change the time of the show, the airing of Joe. And the big reason behind this is our numbers are good now, but one of the people brought to mind the meeting that you are you are coming on the show at two PM on Saturday on the East Coast. Well, it, most people, as he pointed out to me, said, see, most people aren't like you. Most people don't homeschool, so during the week, they don't have the time. Your your audience is basically 
middle-class Americans. And middle-class Americans have to work through the week. So on the weekends, they are running errands and spending time with their children, so they won't be available to listen to your show at 2 o'clock. And it made perfectly good sense because when you have a mother and a father or a single-parent single, single parent family, um, on the during the weekdays, you're busy hustling and bustling and running around, taking care of the children. You really don't have time to do any of the things that you need to do around the house. Grocery shopping, you know, it's no one's cutting grass now unless you're in Florida or some southern states. But running around getting things done on the Saturday. And what we're going to do is in two weeks, we're going to change the time to the show, of the show, to 10 a.m. We'll be able to, you'll be able to tune in live at 10 a.m. And the reason that 10 a.m. time frame came along is because we looked at it and said, okay, most of the time parents with young children on Saturday mornings, their children are either going to be up and out of bed watching cartoons and eating cereal or eating breakfast. And that will give that will give mothers and fathers uh, a time a moment alone to actually collect their thoughts and get their day together for that Saturday. Or uh, or the families with teenagers, most most of your teenagers are probably not up Saturday morning at nine or ten o'clock. So we're gonna do the show at ten o'clock. That way we'll be able to bring the Leaky Steel show and issues that matter most to your wallet into your homes earlier where you can get out and get your day going and not miss the show. Or if you wanted to catch it live, you don't have to worry about, you know, listening to the archive files, which is great. I mean, believe me, we appreciate you tuning in to the show because as you tune in, either live or archive, it's really given us a good platform and a, and a really good display of what we can do because we're looking at bringing on advertisers. And, of course, if you're in business, you understand you're going to bring on advertisers. You have to be able to show them. Uh, statistical data that says your show is actually worthwhile listening to, and it's drawing a lot of audience. So we're going to bring it start bringing it at ten o'clock, and that's starting on February the twenty-sixth, right around the end of the month. So that's one of the really, really big changes we're doing. Uh, the second big change we're doing is starting March twelfth, and of course I'll keep bringing this up. But starting March 12th, we're going to start the Legally Still Show TV, if you will. I'll be out on location doing different things and and recording videos, uh, small vignettes, maybe three to five minutes. These are going to be – you're going to be able to see me go into business. Um, you're going to see me negotiate. And all of this for your benefit. My goal is to remember, bring you things that matter most to you. Not only bring them to you, but give you some some inclination of how to achieve it. So, if we're talking about negotiating a car deal, I want you to be able to see me in action, where you can be able to pick up some of these pointers if you haven't gotten a book, and make it work to your benefit. So, we got several things that we're going to be changing. And with the videos, our goal is to rise higher or to the top of search engines so we can make the show really, really popular. 
um, as I was speaking with the with the search engine optimization marketing person, we looked at it and we said, you know, there are videos going viral on YouTube, and they're talking about nothing. Well, what about taking a video that's talking about something and giving you something that really matters and making that go viral? And, of course, that comes from your support. So we definitely appreciate all that you give, all that you do, and we want to continue to bring you more of what it is we have to offer because we want you to be well-informed as you move forward into your job, as you move forward into your business. Um Last September, we did a show, and the show was Comprehending the Ambiguities of Credit. Crazy title, crazy name, but the point of it was we wanted to make sure that you uh, understood how credit truly operates and what you need to do to be able to build your credit up Get yourself, get yourself really active in what you're doing and change your profile. Create everything that you need to do to get yourself going the way you need to be going. So in that show, we talked about different things that you as the individual needed to do. And that was one, start to, you know, check your credit profile. Make sure that your credit is up to par. Because these are things that, you know, basically in this in this economy, in this society, if unless you have credit, uh, cash is no longer cash is always good, but cash is fading. Um, if you look at items like purchases, say for instance the iPhone, the iPhone you can purchase that thing with cash. You have to purchase it with a debit card or credit card, and that's for tracking purposes. Businesses are using the credit cards to be able to track your purchases. Uh, what you buy, where you buy, when you buy, so they know how to market to you. Just yesterday, I was hearing something on the news that's out in out in California. Uh, the California Supreme Court has actually uh, passed a ruling, or made a ruling, that you no longer have to give out your zip code. Now, that's not across the rest of the country, but most people realize that California is more of a litmus test of what's going to happen um, to the rest of the country. So one of the things with, with that is when they get your zip code, your zip code, and they have your credit card number, and they have your zip code, well, it's pretty much easy for them to cross-reference and find out your address. So when you're getting stuff in the mail, solicitations, you're getting solicitations based on information that you've given out. Well, under privacy laws, uh, the California Supreme Court said, no, you don't have to give out your, your zip code anymore because by not giving out zip code, you are actually opting out of receiving uh, solicitations in the mail from marketers. So those are little things. You have to stay abreast of what's going on in the community and around you. That way you'll get a for what you need to do and what you don't need to do. Well, back on this show, uh, we talked about how important your personal credit was. And your personal credit uh, is determining your rate for your insurance. It's determined if you are employable. 
everybody is looking at your credit. So what must you do to maintain your credit and have it at such profile that your credit is, is working to your benefit? Well, one of the things that you have to do is um, in the book that I just finished writing, The Negotiating Experience, Your Hard Deal Your Way, we talk about a federal under the FTC, the FTC's website for you to be able to get a free copy of your credit file annually. And you can pull this, and of course we're going to have that on the blog, but you'll be able to pull that information to see what is going on in your credit file. And you need to check it every six months to every 12 months because somebody could be using your information and doing things you don't know is going on with your file, and it puts you in a in a really bad, bad situation. You go to buy, and most people don't know about this until they actually go to purchase something, and that's when they find out the problem with credit. So with, with this website, it's free. Uh, you'll be able to pull your report and not have to worry about paying the cost. So even though you hear some of those sites out there, freecreditreport.com, well, freecreditreport.com, yes, it is where you can get copies of your credit report for free. However, in order for you to get that credit report, you have to sign up for a credit monitoring program. And signing up for that credit monitoring program, it might be 20 bucks a month, maybe $39 a month. So you'll get a free copy, but if you don't, if you don't want or remember to call in and tell them to cancel it, then they're going to be charging you this this fee every month, and that's something you don't want. Um, now, with this, we talked about last week I said I wanted you to, you know, remind me or ask me about 5 to 1. As the show was going on, I was talking about 5 to 1. Well, with your personal credit, and this is how the misnomer has always been, and I'll tell you, there are a lot of companies out there that are doing what I'm getting ready to tell you, but it is legitimate. It's legitimate. I've actually used it myself uh, for one of my companies, and these companies do actually establish credit for your business minus your Social Security number. So you don't have to use your Social Security number to get your credit started for your business. Uh, you will have, of course, once you register your business, have your tax identification number or your employer ID number, and that's through the Internal Revenue Service. Well, what is happening is that tax ID number or that employer identification number, it's a nine-digit number just like your Social Security number. Depending on how you structure business, that EIN or TIN comes now your Social Security number for your business. That number can be used to build credit for your business independent of your Social Security number. Now, over the years, there have been some people that have run out and they'll go and get a tax ID number and then they'll turn around and try to use it as their quote-unquote Social Security number or credit file number. And uh, it's called a CPN, a credit profile number. Well, Companies have, you know, they really can't get around it, but what is happening is the IRS, or not the IRS, take that back, uh, 
What is happening is the credit reporting agencies, Equifax, the TransUnion, your experience. What these guys are now doing is, you. So let's say you got this CPN credit file number, and you use the same address that you use that you have with your, you know, wherever your bills are, wherever you receive your check or statements or what have you, and that's your tax, that's your social security number. These credit reporting agencies are cross-referencing these numbers. So once they cross-reference that CPN, and, you know, you got the CPN because maybe your personal credit number or your personal credit file is bad, so you go and get the CPN, they will cross-reference these numbers to the address and to the date of birth, to the name, and what will happen is they will merge those files. So you can't get away from that bad credit. You have to either try to repair it or enhance it, but you can't get away from it because they're going to cross-reference those numbers together and still going to fall back on you. Independent of credit profile numbers or CPNs, your tax ID number is a totally different monster. It actually becomes the credit profile number for your business. So everything that you do, it's done under your business name, under your business security number, or that's your, your tax ID number. It's done for the business, independent of you, the person. So now, your business can actually start its credit profile. This is what I suggest everyone to do. Years ago, I called myself doing it myself. And I was really aggressive in building credit for my business. Take my tax ID number, and everything that I did, I made sure I put my tax ID number. I didn't. I wasn't familiar with Dun Bradstreet at the time, but at later on, I actually included Dun and Bradstreet. But I did this with the bank myself. I would go and let's say I'd have twenty five thousand dollars sitting in one of my business accounts. Well, I'd take that twenty five thousand out, and I'd go, you know, right out to the branch manager and say, "Listen, I want to start a certificate of deposit for twenty five thousand." But what I want to do in order to build credit for my company, I want to borrow $20,000 against the $25,000 deposit. And it was a win-win situation because the bank wasn't losing. They were giving me maybe three points less on my certificate deposit versus the loan amount that they had loaned out to me. So, in essence, if I was in at the time, say, 3% on my CD, I know it's a wish now, but I was getting 3% on my CD, my loan was probably 6.25%. The bank was making 3 percent off of the money that I was borrowing from them, and it was all based, my certificate of deposit was the collateral. So the bank had nothing to lose. If I faulted my $20,000, the bank had nothing to do because they would take my certificate of deposit, move the amount that I owed them, and then give me the balance back. But it was a way of me building credit for my business. Here was the only problem. Very good idea, very, very good idea. But the problem was this. Banks don't normally report insolvent. That's normally an internal thing, installment loans. I'm talking about your personal credit now, talking about for your business credit. Banks don't have to, and this was at the time, this was when I had my Bank of America. 
but they did not report my installment loans with credit reporting agencies. So I thought all of that, I had great credit bank itself, but there was no other way anybody else could see it because it wasn't reported to anyone. So what I did was over the years, I searched different companies, searched different ways, and I ran across a few people independently trying to do something as far as building credit for the company. It wasn't a prevalent thought. Well, in 06, I came across another company. And this company has since gone out of business, not from bad practices or anything, but what they tried to do was go public. They tried to you know, get their IPO and tried to sell shares, and they just couldn't raise enough capital. So actually, the business grew faster than they had the capacity within the company to handle it, and the company went out of business. But there are other companies out there. To date, I've found two companies, two two companies nationwide that will actually or that can actually build credit for your business. And what happens is they do it without the use of your Social Security number. Now, remember last week I was telling you one of the things I said, even if you're working for someone now, it's a good thing if you plan on going on your own and becoming independent and starting your business. It's a very good thing to go ahead and start your company now because you're going to need a minimum of two years on your business before you can actually start to build that credit file to have any substantial value, meaning you want to get a bank credit card for your business. Well, the banks will do it based on your based on your numbers, based on your income, based on the way your credit profile is being built. However, if you don't have enough time under your belt, those minimum two years in your company structure, chances are you're not going to get the financing you want from the bank. So the best thing to do is go ahead and start your company now. Start your company now. You can benefit later when you decide to leave your job and step out on your own. So that's my suggestion. Start your company. It doesn't cost a lot of money. You're going to be less than $200 setting up your company. Well, let's say you say, well, I, don't, I really don't know what I want to do. You can always start out as a consultant, and you can change your, your, your business profile as you grow in your business. But at least start a company. Yeah, or, and if you have your idea already, that's fine. Go ahead and start it. But at least get you a bank account, get your tax ID number, get articles in place, articles of organization, uh, or your articles of incorporation. One is the LLC, Limited Liability Company, or your partnership agreement, as well as your articles of incorporation. That's the structuring of your company with your, with your Secretary of State's office. But I suggest you go ahead and get that in place now where you don't have to worry about that later. Um, and then, at the same time, you can start building your business credit. Now, all of the stuff that I'm going to tell you as far as the um, the companies are concerned, those two companies, I'm going to have them on the blog. And, you know, our blog is bit.ly. That's, you know, of course, you got to do your hypertext. And, but it's bit.ly slash blog. It will be on there before the close of business today. And, of course, you can always give us a call here at the station 
at 347-637-1008. I'd love to hear from you, discuss some things with you. And you'll be able to, of course, always download the show, listen to it later. And the show is at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash L-S-S iTunes. Log on to that and be able to pick whichever, whichever show you want and just download that show where you can take it and go with your iPod or your iTunes um, or your iPhones, be able to pick that up on, or on your computer. So that information will be on the blog for Close of Business today. Now, as far as how this works, normally what these companies will do in establishing your, your business credit, they'll set you up a profile, they'll look at your company's structure, and see how long you've been in business. Well, let's say you haven't been in business two years yet. That's okay. It normally takes six to 12 months of building your business credit with these companies in order for them, because they have tiers, but it takes you know nine to 12 months of getting everything in play. So now you'll be able to turn around and have the credit in, in place for you. The type of credit that you can establish without the use of your Social Security number, is you can get up to a quarter of a million dollars for your company, lines of credit open. Okay, for your company, lines of credit up to a quarter of a million dollars. That's $250,000 of credit you can receive. They have vendors that they use like Dell Computer. Dell, you can get up to $25,000, if I'm not mistaken, $25,000 of credit with Dell. So if you have a small business and you're doing some IT stuff and you're doing unique servers and computers, that's stuff that you can use there to build your, build your business. The other thing is gas cards uh, from, your, from your major gas companies, your Shell, your Chevron. Um, not in this area. You don't have – in Florida, there's no quick trip. There's a lot of HESS. But in the Midwest, there's Quick Trip. Well, these companies will also give you business credit for on your gas card, and that credit may be up to five, ten thousand dollars worth of gas credit. So I have a good friend of mine. He's a pilot. He started his little aviation company. It's an, and I don't say little in, in a matter of disrespect, but it's a small aviation company. But one of the things that he's doing, because he's a he's a part of this program as well. But it's building up because he will now be able to take a gas card of five, ten thousand dollars and be able to fly clients around and not have to worry about pulling that cash out of his pocket immediately. There are other things like um, these office supply companies, your staples, your office depot. Um, you can build up credit with these companies as well. And this company, these companies that do it, they take care of all of it for you. Now, it's a very interactive program. And I'll tell you about the cost in a minute because the cost is absolutely nothing to the benefit that you're going to get. Um, but it, they will take your business, very active, very interactive. So they're going to be, they, they may start out with 20 line, 20 vendor lines. Okay, the beginning of your profile. They'll start with 20 vendor lines. And these vendor lines may be small stuff where it's net 30 for your business. Not necessarily a debit, I mean a credit card, but it'll start out at a net 30. So you'll have a company like Uline, uh, office supply companies. 
And what they will do is they will set you up a net 30 account. So, of course, you have to have money in order to do this because under this net 30 account, you may order something. Let's say you're getting ready to move and you need some boxes. Well, you order boxes instead of going down to your U-Haul or your office depot and buying them cash, then you order that through Uline. Once you get it back to you, you'll have 30 days to pay that account. Well, you take that, you order your boxes, they come, and now you'll get your invoice. Well, within 30 days, write them a check, pay that balance off. It may be 50 maybe maybe $100. But in doing this, what it does now is it now has a profile for your credit report that says you are an active member with Uline, one of the companies, and now you've paid as agreed because you paid off the, the entire amount. That's now an open account on your credit file. Very small, but what happens when you start to compound those type of accounts? You look at 10, 15 vendors. Well, by the time nine months come around, you will actually start being able to receive bank credit cards because you've been duplicating this process monthly monthly, making us a small purchase, but it's showing as good on your business credit, good on your business credit. Now you may start out with a 200, let's say month, month three, you might start out with a $300 Office Depot credit card, business credit card, or a Staples business credit card. You have that. Go down to Office Depot like you were going to do anyway. You're buying business supplies for your company. Just do it with your, with, with your business credit card. Pay it off the way you would. With business funds, you pay it off. And now you're building. You're starting to build your file. By the time you get to nine months or 12 months, you may be able to actually go, and this company will do it for you, but they will apply for you credit cards through a company through a bank, through a Wells Fargo, through a Bank of America. And normally what these companies will do, let's say they issue you $50,000, Bank of America, under this, under this program. They will give you, say, 30000 on a line of credit where you have checks, you have a line of credit, revolving line of credit, and 20000 on your Bank of America Visa, Bank of America MasterCard. I think it's... Bank of America use Visa. But you would have that combination of fifty thousand dollars, thirty thousand on a line of credit, twenty thousand on your business credit card. What can that do for your business? Most businesses you need money, you need capital immediately. Well, if you're starting your company, like I'm saying, like I'm saying, do now. Start your company. Let's say you're gonna leave your the the place you're working in a year. By the time you leave that company, your your business credit could be you could have so much substantial weight on your business credit that you can go out and be able to start your business, buy supplies, um, buy products, be able to ship, and have a net thirty on your money as far as you having a positive cash flow, being able to pay your bills, your business bills at the end of the month. Now, remind you, this has absolutely nothing to do with your personal credit. The only time your personal credit is really going to come into play is when you want to do business or you know borrow 
more than a half of a million dollars. Well, most small businesses, the majority of small businesses, they may not be borrowing anything over a half a million dollars unless they're looking at, you know, buying some real estate, buying, if you own a um, a restaurant, buying your grills and supplies and things like that. But chances are you can do your small business, and unless you decide to grow and have 100 employees, you may never have to use a half a million or a million dollars worth of credit. But at least you know that you will have that security blanket for your business. Now, I was talking five to one. Five to one. Your business credit can give you five times more than your personal credit for the same transaction because businesses are looked at as being more solid than the individual person. Robert Kiyosaki, everybody's heard of him, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. One of the things that he wrote in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, is one of the best-kept secrets in America is starting a company, starting a business, one of the best-kept secrets. This is how the rich stays richer because they have realized that it's not me, the individual, that carries more weight. It's my business. And as I was telling you last week, a corporation, uh, S corporation, is better than a limited liability company because banks or lenders look at a corporation as being more solid. Why? Normally, corporations have boards, board of directors. So if you started a, a C corp or a general corporation, you're going to have to have a board of directors on in, in play. And normally, when you have that board of directors, Lenders look and say, it's, it's more feasible for you to have that, that corporation because you have people who are actually voting and directing the way your business should go. So if you start that corporation, you could get more weight and you look really more substantial to the lender than you would as a limited liability company because limited liability companies have members with those members you will be able to you know you can change a member around but with a corporation those your vice president your president your chairman these people are actually listed with the secretary of state's office so when they're listed the companies or the lenders will be able to look and say these are the people who are on, on the board of this company. So if something happens, if you default as the president or something, then your board of directors is normally the governing body. So lenders will have protocol, uh, protocol of who to come after, who to look for in order to make the business good. So these are things that you need to look at when you are starting your business. My recommendation, start a corporation um, and not an LLC. So these companies will actually take this information and build your file for you, build your credit file for you, for your company, minus your Social Security number. Now, the cost of it. The cost is very, very minimal. It starts something between $250 to $300, your initial cost, 
and then it's normally it's anywhere between $99 and $129 a month. They're pulling it directly out of your account. That's one vendor account that you have because they now, the company that's actually doing the business for you, they actually become a vendor. So when they're pulling that out, it shows for you, individual, that you have a vendor on play already. They're pulling this money out. Now you're not having to write a check. It's, it's direct draft coming right out, going right into your account. And what you can do is, as they're doing this, they're pulling it out every month. Remember, it's a very interactive program. So your representative from that lender or from that company building your credit is going to be calling you, making sure that you're doing what you need to do. You'll be getting constantly receiving copies of your credit report, and they'll be correcting uh, any any discrepancies and showing you how to actually build the credit on your file. So these are things that's going to work to your benefit as a small business owner. So remember, like I said, I will have this stuff on the on the blog tonight or before the close of business today, and you'll be able to pull that information. I was supposed to have had guests on today from these companies, but most of these companies are nine to fivers, and we were not able to get that person on. So we're scheduling it for next week. We're actually going to do a follow up to the show on next week, and we're going to have for your benefit. We're going to have the individuals here talking to you live. So get your questions together, and we're going to have that laid out for you next week where you'll be able to call and be able to put that information or get information to them and them get information back to you. Also of how to actually start the program. Take my word. It's the best thing that you can do if you're looking at starting a business. It's the best thing you can do minus using your own Social Security number. So there's a new tried and true way that you can get it done and not have to overextend yourself along with your business. Keep yourself separate from your business, and if something happens with your business, you don't have to worry about that coming on you. Most of the time nowadays, small business owners are using using their own personal credit to establish their business. That's not good for them. Because if something happens, something goes down the drain, they can actually tap into your personal. And if you ever get garnished or have, a, uh, have to file for bankruptcy, you can mess up your own personal situation. You don't want to do that. You always want to use somebody else's money. Remember, here on the show, that's what we talk. Use somebody else's money and not your own money. So definitely I just want to give you this brief update, some of the things that are coming down the chute. And next week, we're going to have those guests on for you live so you'll be able to do what you need to do. Make sure you call in next week or definitely hit us up on the blog. Check us out this evening. I'll make sure I have that information available for you. And you can start preparing your questions for next week. So thanks again. Thanks for tuning in. And I'll be here next Saturday, 2 p.m., and we'll get the show rolling again. Enjoy your weekend.